After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello. Cheers. We got Red Solo Cup. We we got a I got water, but I, I want to give a cheers to Tito's, sponsored by Tito's. Cheers to Justin Wilcox for slamming it down Chip Kelly and UCLA's throat. Em- embarrassing them. I mean, honestly, they got on a day when Jonathan Smith, who UCLA should have hired, goes to now a conference rival. Like that, that it would have been no big deal five years ago, but you're, you're going to play that team now. And he, from your area, he clearly had to leave. No fault of his own or even his school's own. They just got left. He has no choice. And you, it was right there for you. Hell, a couple weeks ago, they're like, he's done. And you're like, well, Jonathan, it started making sense. You just let him go. Obviously, he doesn't, he has to, I, he can't just wait for someone else to get fired. It might not happen, but what a mistake. Casey Wasserman is in love with Chip Kelly for whatever reason, funds the whole program. And now they're stuck with a guy seven and five. What's funny yeah. is I'd heard from some UCLA people like two weeks ago that Wasserman and some of the money people were like, were, were like tired of it, tired of losing. But maybe it was the money people except for Wasserman who, you know, is the money guy. Um, but he's always back chip with Troy Aikman. Well, they did originally. I don't know how. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But I'm just saying like a UCLA guy told me two weeks ago that like they were fed, like the money people were fed up with UCLA football, but he lost to Arizona state who is objectively awful. And Cal kicked his ass. Well, did you see, did you see what, what pissed Cal off? No. Jerry Neuheisel, poor Jerry. He's not the head coach. He, I don't know why he had to do it. But they put out a video, UCLA did, um, like on Friday, of Jerry saying, hey, fans, we love you. Thanks for your support. We want to invite all of you onto the field after the game. After the game against Cal on Saturday, come on down to the field. You know, get onto the Rose Bowl turf. It'll be a celebration. And after the game, a lot of Cal players were, were tweeting that this was their motivation. That basically when you invite your fans to the field after the game, you're saying that you're about to win the game. <laughs> I mean, but what was it 33 to six or something like that? Brought to you by Tito's Handmade Vodka. Sorry, John, I'll interrupt you just to say Tito's Handmade Vodka. They're the sponsor of this show. We appreciate them. 
Somebody sent me a photo of uh, them watching football, holding the Tito's up to the screen. Uh, whatever you're doing with Tito's, the holiday season's not done. It continues. You take it to somebody's house. You have people over to your house. You have the Tito's ready. America's original craft vodka, numero uno. Award on top of award on top of award. Distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. 40% alcohol by volume, namely 80 proof. Crafted to be safer responsibly. What else you got? One thing I like about the NIL, like in the NFL, you pay Trent a lot of money. You pay Debo a lot of money. You pay George, Fred. You know what you're getting. Like you pay a really good player. They're usually just really good. You watch the Eagles, Bills game, you know, Josh, Jalen, A.J. Brown, you name it. It's like they're worth all the pennies you're paying them. In college, I, I just could never do NIL to recruits. I mean, I, just, I wouldn't be into that game. Even Dion was like, yeah, we're probably out of that game. Where I would be is that running back at Cal, Jay Knott. I, listen, I I was texting a couple people last night. He, I guess he said a lot of loyal things to Cal. I, I can't imagine that schools like Texas, Alabama, Oregon, USC, obviously he lit up USC, wouldn't pay that guy like half a million, wouldn't treat him like Jordan Addison. I mean, he's got to be one of the best running backs. I, I don't know how he's not going to get offers that are just going to be very difficult to turn down. Again, I mean, he did last year. Cal had to take care of him last year. They already had to do it once. They lost a receiver last year, but they kept him. Feels uh, like it's going to be more difficult this year because he is clearly yeah, honestly which, he looks like the best running me, back. Like I, I don't like he looked every bit the part last year. If you were like you know from like the football scouting guys, but yeah, he just led the league in rushing on a team that struggled to throw the ball. I mean, everyone knew he was going to carry the ball. He had a oh. he had a kickoff return last night that went. I just don't understand. If I'm USC, whatever I paid Jordan Addison, like you could just pay a number that Cal's probably not going to be able to match. But again, I'm, I don't even, it, I, it could be Ohio State. It could be Jordan. I, I think that all the teams with unlimited budgets, like if you told me he was a starting running back at Ohio State next year. There's no question. But I mean, but again, like that's, that's like a 12 month old, like that they already tried. Well, everyone already tried once. They just got to come back with more money. Kinda, but I, I would imagine it kind of, cause he wasn't, I was looking up last night. Wasn't the biggest recruit. Obviously he was good as a freshman. I think now you get two years of film, way more buzz. Like was Ohio State trying? Was Michigan trying? Was Alabama trying? Like, I don't see how they don't. No, try I, I'm right agreeing. Now. I'm just saying they like they're not. This isn't sneaking up on them. Like they got no, him no, to no. stay once, and they. I would imagine the second they got him to stay, they're like, "Oh fuck, we're gonna have to do this again next year," right? I, I guess my point is, I wonder if the teams that hit him up, which were probably could have been Oregon and USC, even quadruples in like, wait, who's on the phone? Like Nick Saban wants to talk to you, right? I mean, it's pretty crazy. You look around like the nation's best running. Who are the nation's best running backs this year, right? It's like the kid Corum. at Oklahoma State, Blake Corum at Michigan. Um, doesn't feel like there's a top, you know, there's not like, there's definitely nothing close to a Saquon. And this guy's not Saquon, but he's just, he's like a really unique NFL back because he's not McCaffrey either. He's not that thick, but he can kind of run between the tackles, but he's also just dynamic pass catcher on the perimeter. Like he's a really unique player. He can fly. And yeah, he can, he can really fly. I know he's fast, but you, did you hate watch Cal UCLA in like a 20 point blowout on Saturday night? Uh, a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> pa- uh, partly, partly because like that's honestly, Cal's built a lot like a big 10 team, right? Yeah. They like want the They're going to play the way yeah. they're going to play. Like yeah. it's, that's never been chip. I can't imagine they're thrilled with the way they're all headed, the way the oh, season no, ended. fell apart. <laughs> I mean, they were on, they looked like they were hot, fell apart. Good toast. Um, Justin Wilcox, great guy. Yeah. Saw Brian Harson retweeting him. 
Brian Harson, yeah, San Diego State's open. Boise's open. Boise's going to the championship game with an interim in the Mountain West. Do you think uh, those jobs? Uh, one other take before we get in the NFL. You, you know, you're with the with the Mountain West. Talking to my guy Skipper last night, Tedford, who is a pretty rare, I would say, in 2023 Mountain West coach. Look, maybe yeah. a little more normal, older version in the previous Power Five setup. It feels like this new setup where we're headed. Is it going to be harder for them to get coaches? I really, you know, I'm, it's a. I've been thinking a lot about that, and I will see because you can pay guys. But like, I was thinking about it watching. What do you mean? I, I, well, let me give you an example. Reading the Athletic today, they had like a breakdown of every job and every story they've written about like candidates for jobs. And so I was just reading Sunday morning about the San Diego State job. And it's like Ryan Grubb, Washington. Well, Ryan Grubb, Alabama tried to hire him last year. Washington kept him. He's making whatever he's making, a million and a half, maybe two. I mean, it's he's making more than Washington's ever paid a coordinator. It's great money. They're about, you know. Is he the highest paid coordinator in the conference? Uh, I He might be. He might be. But, like, to be a head coach in the Mountain West right now, still, they can pay you, like, four, you know, three and a half million dollars, and you get your own program. But it feels like, how are you going to really succeed? Like, how are you going to really do it? With like your play, your roster changing every year. I've been in these meetings for the last month with these coaches before I call these games, and they'll be like, "This guy's gonna be a stud. This guy's gonna be a stud." And I honestly, I said, like, "Do you want me to say that for this like freshman that's only played two games for you that there's not really not a lot of tape on? Do you want people to know that you think this guy's gonna be a stud? Because he could be in the portal in three days. Like he could be gone. They lose players nonstop. So I'm with you. I, it's hard to get players." But there's always been a, a certain number of players on a certain number of teams. It's just hard to develop players, right? You can get guys, but developing and continuity is going to be the challenge. But for the coaches, keep, to me, keep keeping, keeping. Yeah, right. Be. I mean, you just used to be able to get a guy, develop him, develop him, develop him. And by your senior year, his senior year, his junior year, you could go win 11 games. But the the coaching thing, I, I'm with you. I really wonder about it. Now, at the end of the day, if I, if as long as I can pay you more to be my head coach than somebody else's coordinator, which not every school, you know, if that guy's a coordinator at Alabama, you might not be able to. The desire to be a head coach is still a pretty strong pull to have your own program. There's only so many of those jobs, right? And ultimately, even I do if think it's not it's more, it more challenging now than ever, though. No question. There's no, que I'm just saying if you're if you're making the argument, why would guys take jobs? Well, you know, four million still don't suck. And you still get to be a head coach of your own program. I mean, that would yeah. be the reason, right? And you never know dynamics with coordinators. Do they want to be answering to their head coach? You know, those dynamics can always be a little fun. Which clearly that dude in Washington likes the guy, right? Yeah, they're boys. They go way back. Yeah, so it, it matters. If you're working for Saban or uh, did you see uh, you see the story today on the Giants that Wink and Dayball hate each other and they haven't talked? I guess there was an issue a couple Not weeks ago with a, a corner like – said the defensive scheme was shitty. I don't know exact McKinney, the Bama guy's comments. Oh, the, the, yeah. Then the following week, he must have made like a game-winning play. Dable had him break down the team. And I guess you know, part of the Glazer report was like, that was a shot. Well, then today, Dayball gives him wink the game ball. Right? And then they ask after, you guys have any disagreements? And Dayball, you know, classic kind of fat guy humor. The only thing they argue over is the last piece of pizza. I mean, it's just so e when you're a fat guy, it's so easy to drop when you're both fat. Like Andy's had that in the bag forever. He could always like 
Did Terrell Owens try to slit your tires? No, he's just coming down to get my extra chips in the back of the car. Is this always a pitch you have? Yeah, didn't notice I was eating. <laughs> yeah. It's just, you know, I don't know. I don't think this stuff just gets – you just look at those two guys. You're like, eh, I can see them not liking each other. Yeah, Wink definitely feels like, you know, you're the head coach of the defense. The offense has got to leave me alone. Wink's, Wink's a big – just a big ego guy. I think that's one thing that Fangio – what makes him really unique is he can be like a good soldier while being the number two that, and he knows he's valuable. Maybe he's just like, I'm paying, I'm being paid $5 million for my role. I'm not going to try to act like an idiot. Well, I don't think wink. I think wink. He got ran out of Baltimore because him and Harbaugh butted heads. He does pick some other, it's not like Harbaugh is known as a easygoing guy, John. Right. But he's good. Like that's part of it. Like I think 100%. Yeah, like I don't could Kyle deal with that type guy? I th- I was watching the Colts today and was like, could Kyle coach Minshew or would he want to kill him? Because Minshew can play. But you know they're the se- you know they're the seven seed right now. Uh, I did not know that. I haven't looked at the standings yet. Yeah, they're six and five. He can play. Lost. <laughs> he can play. Speaking of guys who could have been coaches, so. Yeah, I did see. I did. I did catch that Bills game, John. That was a great Sunday afternoon. Uh, Niners next opponent. What well, came out of that game? I I well, the number that. one seed's kind of this. I, I hate to say it, this game's not as important with them winning to them. I'm not saying it's not important, but they had to win two out of the three games: Chiefs, Bills, Niners. Going into that Cowboy game, I think they feel pretty good where <laughs> they're. You know, they might just be out of gas by the time this. It just does not mean as much to them. It means a lot to the Niners, but I, it's hard for me to act like this is some big game for the Eagles. I'm not saying it's not, but they just fucking beat the Chiefs and Bills in pretty crazy fashion. And now they have a two-game lead on the 49ers. So it's like, even if the Niners win, they're still looking up at these guys. As the yeah, Lions I mean... It, it, and it can end even it, even if you beat them, it can still and you feel like all right, you know they're ten and one, Niners are eight and three. You beat them, you're nine and three. They're ten and two, so you're a game back with the head-to-head tiebreaker. They play the Cowboys the next week. If they beat Dallas, even then it feels like well, all right, they can go lose to Seattle. Are they gonna? They play the Giants two out of the last three and the Cardinals. Like their schedule after they play Dallas is you know they'll be heavy favorites in all four of those games. Um. So if you beat them, there's still a shot, though. Like, if you lose to them, then it's definitely over. And I'm with you. It feels like, how is this team going to lose two games here down the stretch? And one of them has to be to you if you're the Niners, if if you're going to get that head-to-head tie break. And they're okay, only but, e- games. but even if you beat them and then they lose to Dallas, the Niners, to sustain it, would have to run the table. Yeah, they got to go beat the Ravens. They can't slip up. but right. they And they, they have no have a shot if that happens. You have a shot, but it's it's still... Today was a. Well, you just said it. The, the it felt like it was good. over. I mean, you're watching that game. Jalen looks like shit. You're like, how oh, the Bills are going to beat the shit out of him? And one thing that Jalen does better than any quarterback in the in the league is no one looks as shitty and then flips the switch and then and then by the end of the game, you're like, God damn, he's fucking awesome down the stretch. The arsonist and the firefighter. Somebody tweeted that at me. They always love that. That uh, that it's it's true. But I texted our buddy Dickinson. I'm like, the one thing I know about Jalen, he can be a. Fi- or maybe I texted this to you. He can be a 50% passer, but he's going to make three or four plays that are just, and today I think whatever he was like 55%, but he had like three basically game winning drives. 
I mean, it was just ridiculous. Well, he had a stretch where he threw. He had four passes and three touchdowns. Like he had four pass stretch. Yeah, on the after the go ahead score, is that what it was? That that stretch. Yeah, well, they were down twenty four fourteen. Then he went touchdown pass after a big run, picked Josh Allen touchdown pass. So all of a sudden they're down twenty four fourteen. They did this against the Cowboys too. They're up twenty eight to four or twenty four. Like what the this team? What the fuck? And at any moment they have so many good players. Their secondary is not great, but Reddick can look like he slammed Josh Allen. I mean, Josh Allen is enormous. I know he horse collared or whatever. He slammed. You're like, God, this guy's ferocious. Yeah. What if that? What if that was Brock? That's exactly what I thought too. <laughs> Brock has to be very, very careful with that guy. Their D tackles, he can kind of see come and hit the ground. That guy can come with a speed. Obviously, their D tackles run fast too. But that guy, to me, ruined ruined the game last year. To me, is kind of their wild card because of his speed. And jo- and let's face it, Brock. Josh is faster than Brock, right? He's bigger, stronger, faster. But like, he's also is more arrogant moving around. Yeah. Brock's pretty arrogant moving around. That right. I just you got to be very, very careful with these guys with those D linemen. At any moment, they can throw you on the ground so hard to hurt you. Brock, Brock has to protect himself by getting the ball out quickly. Like that's his best protection. You know. What if it's pouring rain? What if it's that environment? Well, yeah, we haven't even got to the rain. There's like five different things we can go down the (laughs) list here. The first is just what you just what you just said. When Brock threw the touchdown to Ayuk last week, that or on Thursday night, that was the touchdown that was crazy, right? The one that dropped it into in between four guys. If you go back and watch, Brock does it's a design kind of roll left setup, kind of like the play got hurt on, except he rolls further to the left than the play got hurt on, and he almost gets hit off the front side edge right on the arm. Like it's a mill. If, if that guy's Hassan Reddick, he probably gets to him and it was a risky. Now he got the ball out. He got it out on time. He doesn't get hit. The guy pulls up, doesn't hit him in the arm, doesn't get there. But I, you know, it's, it was just such a great example of how thin the margin is on the plays that you dial up that are supposed to work. Cause with this team, they their quarterback makes all kinds of shit happen and the Niners by and large are a let's design it to happen but part of the design is you got to block Hassan Reddick you got to block Jalen Carter who looked like a that play he got hurt on that I trying to chase down no no that 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 was the uh, that was his teammate from Georgia Jordan Davis oh Jordan Davis well that guy's ridiculous (laughs) yeah he's six six three fifty he was laying on the ground I'm like how are they gonna get this guy up He's six six three fifty, and honestly, he wasn't that far behind him going stride for stride. Oh my god! Their D line is massive. So, their linebackers kind of suck, and their safeties aren't that good. I guess they traded for the Tennessee guy, but he has to be a hybrid. Corners are okay. Fired, yeah. but, but but if it's a rain game, like let's face it, Josh is much more potent in the rain. Like we saw Purdy once in the rain against a better defense, but it was ugly. Like the Seattle game, the Niners are in a different caliber. Like Seattle has to be looking at themselves. Like the Geno experiment was cool. It's it's made us respectable, even though Russell's kind of. Can can we put a nail in the coffin of that headline, or is like Russell still alive and not an embarrassment in Denver if they make the playoffs? Right. I don't know if you noticed they won also today, and they're not. They beat the shit out of the Browns. Are you wait? You saying put a put a nail in which coffin? I'm just saying, like, they got a lot of credit for the trade, rightfully so. Reset the franchise. Yeah. But now they're like, Gino, he's not that good. 
Russell Sneaky, not like he's as good as he once was, and clearly you never would have traded or paid him what he was traded and paid for for that. But his team is kind of like going in the right direction. Right. You would do the deal again if you knew how it would play out if you're Seattle. What? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying we, at the end of last year, was like, fuck, Russell is fuck Seattle. Won that thing. You know, they still need a quarterback. They're going to have to probably like this year, they're likely to be like pick 20 all of a sudden. Like, the Seattle is traded up to number five for two picks and DK Metcalf to draft Bo Nix or whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. But they're not on your level, so it's like, yeah, it's fun to beat the shit out of them, and it was a cool. But it was that game was over fast. It's like, God, this is this is kind of JV versus varsity, right? And that's not what you can't play the Eagles. You don't get to play from ahead and then just put it on cruise control against Philly, right? Especially but I even think Buffalo threw up, yeah. Pick. But I even think like the, the you play replay the Cowboys in the playoffs. Like they're gonna just play in harder games. Obviously, it starts this week on the road. So, you know that field. It's just. They play on grass. Mark Davis would be proud. It's a little slippery, though. Yeah. You could, I mean, you could just tell by the end of that game, you couldn't even see the paint in the end zone. No. And it's supposed to stop raining during the week. Right now, the week out, the forecast calls for rain on, on Sunday again uh, when the Niners are there. Butcherbox.com slash ham and another special deal. Free for a year. You get salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for a year. Plus an additional 20 bucks off right now at butcherbox.com slash ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it for years on a regular basis. Easily find high quality meat and seafood. You can trust 100% grass fed beef, free range organic chicken, pork raised, crate free, and wild caught seafood. Always be prepared with meat in the freezer. When you get butcherbox.com slash ham delivered right to your doorstep with free shipping. Butcherbox is offering you free for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off either salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for free. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer for a year plus get $20 off your first order. What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at game time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called game time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, Promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M. Save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM. Save yourself $20. We don't even need a thank you. Just hammer that promo code. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you see the viral video last week of Sirianni in the in like the hall the after tunnel. the Kansas City game? Mm-hmm. You know what's crazy is their coach acts like a player and their quarterback acts like a CEO. Like even today, like Jalen would have like a sweet play, he barely even celebrates. Well, how about after he, they tied? Well, after they tied the game, he's over there shaking his head at himself. He's just unfazed. I know. I actually I have more respect for him like when he's off. You know, it's anyone can look sweet when they're like their AA plus game. Even Josh Allen today, you know, his A plus game also includes a pick. You're just like, Jesus Christ, this guy is physically incredible. I'm watching Jalen going, God, this guy kind of stinks. And then all of a sudden, boom. You know what he is, John? He's he's a grinder, which, you know, the super athletic guys usually don't get that. You don't call them grinders. But he's a grinder. If he were a pitcher, he'd be the guy that like, you know, you look up like, yeah, you know, he always says he never has his fastball. But somehow he finds a way to strike out the middle of the order in the bottom of the eighth inning. If he was a golfer, he's like, you know, his driver's really consistent, but he's a ballster. He just somehow finds his way into clutch putts at the end and into the final group on Sunday. But it'd be like he's got like Jamie Moyer's mindset, but he's got like all-star stuff. Yeah, exactly. And he always finds it. He finds it. That's the thing is like he's a great example. Like so many guys, you for years have used the phrase box score scout. Like you just can't. And even if you look at the box score now, you can, it's pretty obvious. Like, he would he account for five touchdowns, four touchdowns? Um, ran one through, ran two through a couple. I don't know. It's, it's just felt like everyone. You know, like a lot of people. As I told somebody today, like every, no team has ever won the championship without luck. So I don't care that there were ten penalties in the first half against the Bills and one against the Eagles, and that you know uh, there should have been a holding call and that. Yeah, like all that stuff's true, but the Bills played in the game where they got plenty of breaks also, and they also made back-breaking plays. I just felt like Josh Allen – Josh Allen feels like a kicker to me. Who just He kind of knows going to miss in a big spot, and Jalen's a kicker who is just – no matter what's going on, you put him in there with the game on the line, he's going to drill it. I had 
no well, think doubt. About the, think think about the, the swing back that they were going to drive the field and win that game. But even no go doubt. back to the Bills drive when he has them open. And even Joe Brady's face was like, oh, my yeah. God, what did he do? Now, who knows? I mean, it's your classic football. No one actually knows what goes on between beside Joe Brady, the wide receiver, and Josh Allen. Like, truly what you're supposed to do there. Is it truly a choice route? But regardless, it feels like if that was flipped, if that was the first drive and the Eagles had got the ball and that was Devontae or A.J. Brown, is that landing in their hands for a touchdown? I think 100%. And honestly, the last couple of years. on the same page in the biggest moment of the game. The to Bills have hit that play. Yeah, it, it missed. The Eagles, are, I think, to me, are having the craziest season in the league. You're, you're going into a team. great, you mean? It's just like, how have they done it? I mean, their point differential is awful. It's not very good. Obviously, today won't be good either. I mean, their point differential relative to the 49ers, for example, let's use the 49ers are plus 140. They're plus 64. The Cowboys are plus 162. But obviously the Cowboys are a little inflated, but I'll give you an example. Yeah, they're the uh, point differential kings. I bet the the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills, guy, are plus 101. Like the Eagles, they, they, they don't play complete games. Now, part of it is they're, they win close games. They're, they're de- their defense isn't great, and their offense scores. One their D-line's good. One by four against Kansas City. One by five against the Cowboys. One by seven against the Commanders. Uh, beat the Rams by nine. Beat the Commanders by three. Beat the Bucks by 14. Beat the Vikings by six. Uh, lost to the Jets by six. To me, a team that plays those games just – this is not an Eagles Niners comment is generally more scary than a team that like, cause they just know how to play in terms of the postseason. They know how to play in playoff. They're playing in playoff games every week. Like that's why, worth something. Why well, saw someone tweet that are they this year's Minnesota Vikings who had all these. And the difference obviously is, is we've seen this team do things that matter last year in the playoffs. They beat the shit out of the giants and then they KO'd Brock Purdy and beat the Niners by four fifty, Right. And they easily could have won the Super Bowl. So I think we respect this team. If Minnesota, instead of having Kirk Cousins, had had Peyton Manning on their team, we would have looked at them differently going into the playoffs. Part of the reason is like, yeah, they're 13-4, and four, but this is all fluky. Yeah, the Eagles have been a little fluky this year, but it's like you're just going to bet against Jalen and the receivers. Like To me, that's what makes the Niners unique. When they've been fully healthy, they have dominated. Dominated. Good Honestly, same with the same. Yeah, good teams. That's the cow. That's the knock of the Cowboys. Like, well, yeah. Can you beat someone good? That's why that Eagles game in two weeks is going to be enormous for them. So the Eagles are playing now in two games where they have less on the line. Technically, they'd have more on the line next year or next week if they lose to the Niners. But I don't think it can be debated. And I'm not going to diminish the Niners' win if they win this game. But the Niners have way more on the line this week than the Eagles. Yeah, because they have no margin for error, and the Eagles do. Also, just like the while the Lions are leaking oils, you're still battling just to make sure you're the two seed. Right. You don't want to play a road playoff game, game two. I also think, and this people, people are going to hate this, but I, I think the Eagles, I think the Eagles have a little, I think they got a little real estate in the Niners' brains right now. It's easy to say we should have won last year. We were going to win last year. You guys got lucky that our quarterback got hurt last year. But at the end of the day, you didn't win. And 
you got to come back and do it again at their place. And you're going to have to do it again at their place. And uh, Sirianni, everyone hates him. He gets under your skin. Philly, just as a town, gets under your skin. The way the Eagles play in terms of just comeback ability gets under your skin. Are we sure you can protect your quarterback? I, I just... Well, let's face it. If you're the other team fan or player or coach and that tush push comes out, you're like, this fucking sucks. Yeah, well, the tush push is the other one. Like, it gets, it pisses you off. I think it's going to go away, but it's not going to go away this year. So, even if... What are they really doing? They're not really shoving him that much. It feels like he's driving on Yeah, it's own. just a push, really, that you could outlaw. If it's going to be Kelsey and, and Hurts doing a quarterback sneak, there's nothing you can do about that. It felt like today the Bills, it got in the that thing got in the Bills dome, right? They had that that fourth down and one or fourth down and one and a half, and the Bills jumped off sides and like, you know, I think uh Tony pointed out or Nance was like, he didn't even the guy didn't pull up when he figured out he was off sides. Like he was just sending, like, we're not gonna get a stop. I'm just gonna send a message. Plow right through the right guard and hit kind of he fell on Hertz. So, I mean, I think Philly's got I think the one thing about this game from a Philly perspective is I think they're annoyed with the Niners and all the stuff, specifically Debo. I think that town is annoyed with the Niners. I think they feel like the Niners were sore losers last year. And um, you're right. Like, they have less on the game. I'd be surprised if it feels like it matters less to them. No, no I know no. you're not I, saying that. I know you're not saying no, that. No, no, no. The NFL is a huge game. It, they're going to try. I just think that this win today – if they lose this game, there would have been a shitload today when it felt like yeah. they were going to lose. I mean, I was rooting for the Bills, <laughs> but oh, you're going to lose I mean, three different times. The guy fucking drilled a sixty-yard field goal in the rain. <laughs> it would have been good from sixty-six. Could Moody do that? He could definitely get the ball to move left to right like that. Except it felt like that guy did it on purpose. So I mean, obviously, you know, if Lane Johnson who tried to play before the game can't play that's a big kind of swing yeah but i don't know it's gonna well, be they're just they're tough i mean it's a big game and but the niners honestly i kind of feel like the niners are gonna beat them by like 20 honestly <laughs> i feel like the eagles are gonna run a juice niners are gonna kill them and then the eagles just beat the cowboys the following week and, it's like, and you'll go what is it yeah what does it matter then you'll play again in the play and it, it, well, it gets back to those that three game losing streak that fucked the niners well, I mean, let's talk about the flip side of this is the Eagles stretch is really tough. And as you said, they play in a lot of close games. The Dallas game is on the road. Now they're playing a Niners team that is healthy. Coming off a very long, taxing, tiring, physical game against Buffalo. Now you're going to play another physical team against the 49ers. And they you know, played Monday, right? So they, they're six-day week. Yeah, they, they played Monday night, then they played Sunday afternoon. Exactly. So, I mean, I think if you're the Niners, you got to say – I mean, obviously you're saying this. I, I don't think it's a foregone conclusion yet, even though you're right. It feels like the math just is not in the Niners. I mean, it's not in their favor. But given the physicality of it, you got to hope you can beat them. Then they've got two weeks of these bru- of these brutal games going to Dallas, and da- maybe Dallas feels like they're in a desperate spot in that game. And and then you get a little help. Or maybe you, they go to Seattle. Maybe it's the Seattle game. That, I don't know. That stuff is just – they don't look where's like the, – Where's that game? game? Seattle. Do you view Seattle the same as maybe you did early in the season? Because I don't. No, I. but I never – I. yeah, no, they're not that team. I'm just saying they lost to the Jets, but maybe that was their I, one. They already had I, I guess when I say view Seattle, I view them as like a, a spicy little wild card, like a 10-7, and seven, who's just going to knock a team off here or there. Not in the playoffs, but just regular season could be – I don't know. They just 
they don't look the same. I mean, they're rolling out Jason Peters, who's seventy-five years old. <laughs> I, mean, what, I don't even blame them. They don't obviously they don't they don't want to do that. They have injuries. Running backs are banged up. Gino's just Gino. I mean, he's just that's a problem for them. It's kind of becoming golf Rams for them against the Niners. So I I I have a hard time now. That's it's easier for the Niners shorter travel. I mean, that's a long travel for Philly. So coming off, you know, coming off. Do they get a buy? Has Philly had a buy yet? Uh, yeah, yeah, before, did. Kate, yeah, before the Kansas City game. So they go okay. at Dallas, at Seattle. So it's just so they get so they got their buy, and to me, to find a way to win those two games in the way they did is pretty incredible. Because they easily could have lost them both. <laughs> I mean, they they could be coming in here two fucking L's, and the Niners could like put a nail in their coffin. All of a sudden, the Cowboys could be alive. But yeah, the Niners just, could be the one seed right now. They just pulled the shit out of their ass. I thought today was their most out of their crevices that they've had. Because also the the quarterback, the way Josh is like running around guys, making these plays, doing fake passes 20 yards down the field. And it was like, God, they're just making enough plays. Yep. And then they didn't. It, it Did it feel to you like when I was watching the game, one of the things you're thinking is, okay, where are the advantages for the Niners? Uh, you know, the pass rush, that first series, Jalen Hurts throws it away on three straight plays to start the game. The pass rush was all over him. I did watch it thinking, all right, like this is what a Chase Young 49ers defensive line can look like. Uh, maybe they can land even on Hurts a little bit more than than Buffalo did. But it also felt like Buffalo took – Buffalo, at the end, I just looked like they ran the ball like 40 times. But for the most part, over the course of the game, they were – I think a lot of that came later in the game. It'll be a little bit of a different recipe for the 49ers. Buffalo did not really try to run much early. Well, and a lot, how, many, how, many, how many of the runs are him? I think uh, nine, nine or 11, I can tell you right now. Yeah, I mean, he's – and a lot of – I mean, you get credit for a run, even though when it's not a run, you just take off, right? I mean, he right. does that probably more than any co- quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, so they ran 31 times, and then plus nine of his, what a couple of them designed. But, you know, Cook had 16 carries. Cook dropped a touchdown earlier in the game, too. I mean, they they missed some opportunities, um, which you can't do clearly against Philly. But I do think Niners will try to run the ball earlier than Buffalo did. And will it be at least as effective rushing hurts? But, you know, you just you got to keep it up. Like, you can't give them – you can't throw the pick that Allen threw. Did you have the volume on when Romo said that his injury is like a – it's like a bone bruise that's not – nothing you can do about it. It's just kind of pain tolerance, kind of ebbs and flows. I do wonder if as the game goes, a lot of times players would say when they have an injury and you get shot up, it wears off as the game goes. But for him, it feels like he doesn't notice the pain or gets looser as the game goes on. Because I would say early on in games, I've watched a lot of Eagles games, he looks awful. And then later on the game, he gets better. So does he just kind of maybe mentally just kind of goes away? I don't know. because But that speaks to maybe early in the game, you got to kind of jump on. Saban should have left him (laughs) <laughs> I feel like that's an attribute he's learned in the pros. Yeah. He, I I don't think we've ever seen a player. It's weird to say. I mean, a guy went to Alabama and Oklahoma, but you know, like Josh Allen, he's improved a lot. Josh Allen was a seventh pick in the draft. And honestly, he easily could have been the first pick. Uh, if his completion percentage was three or 4% better, is Josh Allen the lock first pick? It was like, well, he's 50%. If you had been like, 61, he goes number one overall. Right. Uh, Josh Allen, ever since, and for the next minimum decade, that guy is minimum going top two or three. So he's improved a lot, but people thought like it was all there. 
Jalen was a second round pick that people thought they would. I don't ever remember a player getting so much better in like a four year span. Like Purdy was immediately sweet. When Purdy just came in, and was good. He's better this year than he was last year, but he was pretty fucking good last year. Jalen, I remember watching when he first when they benched Wentz. It's like this is what this guy. The one thing he always had right was everybody believed in him. His team was behind him the whole way, and they play like it still. Even though, yeah, I mean they do. They, they got two sweet. Them. Yeah, they got sweet receivers. I mean, those two and guys. Swift is here's the thing: you when you watch them, they're fast and they're strong. So I know they're flawed, and the, you know, like they're they're secondary. You said it; they can be. They are fast and they are strong. That guy's good. That's a good. That's a good. You know, it is. That, that's a. The Niners have made a lot of those with D linemen, right over the last couple of years. Like, wait, you just traded three years, you know, in 2027, a fourth rounder. Howie traded, I think, 2025 fifth rounder or something for this guy. I mean, clearly the Lions just wanted to give him away. Contract year, zero chance he gives them $8 million or whatever some team's going to sign him for. But every time you watch the Eagles, Swift fucking looks sweet when he gets in the open field. He can fly. And he's confident. You're just like, God, this, yeah. this guy's good. He does. He runs like a Shanahan <laughs> guy would run. They, th- their whole team is, I just, their whole team believes they're going to win every game. Like they, re- you can see it in the way they play. I do think the Niners have that too, though, when everyone's the, on the They field. do. They do. But the difference is the Eagles know that they can, they can come from behind, that they can win in the rain and the mud, that they can be down against Josh Allen. They, that they can win close games. Like they know it. There was, the, I think the Niners believe it. I know that the Eagles, I believe the Niners can. I know that the Eagles can because it's all they do. You you could argue, let's just say, I tell you right now, the Niners were destined to be a 13 and 14 and the Eagles were going to be a 15 and two team, right? The, the Niners cannot get the number one seed. Football gods come like they got no chance. Don't even, don't even worry about that. What if you just argue like, it'd be big to get them to just let everyone know, like, listen, you can pull games out of your ass against everybody else, not against fucking us. We're going to beat you. Right. Right. To kind of set the tone. So, hey, in a month and a half or whatever the date is, when it'd be probably two months, the end of February, January, we have no problem coming back in here. Just like last year. I know we've talked a lot because we didn't. We believed, but we lost by a lot because we couldn't throw a forward pass after the first series. I guess technically whenever Josh Johnson got slammed, but even when he was in, it was a little iffy. Uh and honestly, if Christian McCaffrey didn't have a run that looked like Jim Brown met Walter Payton, where he like ran by a guy, trucked a guy, and somehow got in the end zone, it was crazy. The game was even seven seven there for a moment. But that's Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> like you got Christian McCaffrey on your team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I, I know, but it was like it felt bleak at the moment when yeah. he had that run. You're like, God, I don't know. They just gotta just gotta hold on for dear life. <laughs> but then remember, it was twenty one seven because then they score and then Josh fumbles. And then it was like Jesus, things over. Doesn't yeah. matter. You win this game, even if ultimately you can't catch them because the following week they beat Dallas. Even if you lose the Ravens, who gives a fuck about that game? Because that game ultimately doesn't matter. Like, get to the Super Bowl, you got to get there. And you got to go through this team. And you got to beat them. So you could argue from a well, if you had uh, to pick psychological one, standpoint, you would 100% pick Philly. You want to plant some doubt in a, in a team. Who would, they, who would they pick? Philly. No, I'm saying, would the Eagles over the next two weeks, who would they pick, you think? They'd rather beat the Niners. Dallas, they've already. Dallas is. Get yeah. out of here with Dallas. Dallas might beat you, but like, you're gonna have to let them. Um, oh, I can't wait. Two week, we're two weeks away from Dallas having the ball down by three with like 
45 seconds left and one time out at their own 40. <laughs> it's going to be glorious. Especially D- Dallas probably coming off what a 20 point win in Seattle. Yeah, exactly. No, it's, it's actually, it's in Dallas actually. They're Even better. So I, I think like there's that, like play some doubt in a team that kind of got for, you know, we make fun of Sirianni, who I think is the closest thing the league has had to Jim Harbaugh since Jim Harbaugh of just like everybody, his, his fans find him so entertaining and everybody else thinks he's just a maniacal buffoon who falls backwards into success. Um, I, I, I even think they're on a different level because, I mean, Jim played in the NFL. Yeah, Jim had a lot more equity. Jim Harbaugh, his brother was a fucking famous coach. Like, the family just re- – you said the Harbaugh name. Totally. People have been talking about the Harbaughs for three. This is Sirianni. I, I don't think everyone in football – I think Harbaugh had a lot of respect, like, from old school football. I think if you watch Sirianni, like, what the fuck's this guy doing? One Telling Romo Stanford, sleep, right? S- sleeping in his office. It's like, you're not even calling the plays. What are you doing? Go home. Get a good night's sleep. I'm not saying he is Jim. I'm just saying he's the closest thing since Jim in the NFL. Isn't that polarizing? Like, Who? Do you think a lot of people are paying I think everybody but Eagles fans hate him. Yes. Absolutely. I I hope because he's pretty hateable. (laughs) I think he's – yeah. Yes. So, I think you got to plant some doubt. And I think if you can do it the way the nine, like the recipe, right? A little bit of just physically, physically getting after Jalen, running the ball, Brock making a couple throws. Like the way it will look if the Niners win this game is going to make, it'll make up for the fact that it doesn't actually put you in first place. You know what Sirianni's career career record is? Uh, I'm going to say it's. I'll tell you how many games first. Uh, He has played 45 games. 45. I'm going to say 38. 30. A little yeah. bold. A little bold. No, okay. 30. I'm not going to go much lower, though. I'm going to say 40, 35 and 10. Close. 33 and 12. He had a 9 and 7 first year. Or 9 and 8, excuse me. Well, that's when he was calling the plays. Yeah, and he's 14 and 3 and 10 and 1. What's his record when he doesn't call the plays, John? That's a really. That's. Pretty good. We don't know exactly when they took play calling duty from him or who even took it from him. We assume it was the GM. It looked like he's, he was. He's he's 24 and four in his last 28 games. Wait, he's 24 and four in his last 28? Well, they've lost, they've won one, they've lost one game this year. They're 10 and one. And last year they went uh, 14 and three. Wow. <laughs> I mean, he's going to have back to back. Like 14 and 15 win season. Yeah, that's the thing. As much as he doesn't have Harbaugh's other shit, the resume, Jim's resume was very short and very great. Um, it's, it's not, you know, he's like a year away from having Harbaugh's NFL resume as a head coach. Like Rivera has coached 13 years as a head coach. He has three winning seasons. Okay. Sirianni's going to be three for three. Like has Sirianni done enough? What's to say... He got fired for something off the field, but not one of those off the field instances like ruined your career, like Ime Adoko, right? It's like, what did he do? Well, nothing bad enough other people would hire him. Would he be like that, an immediate hire, you think? Is his resume uh, so good? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You just, you just, I would just hand a piece of paper and I just write my wins and losses. I know, but. I mean, would LaFleur be an immediate hire right now if the Packers he, fired him tomorrow? 
I would say he's earned it back a little bit these last. Yeah. If, if they win eight or nine games, I think a lot of people would be pretty impressed. You can take a Jordan Love and just be pretty competitive in the NFL. Yeah. Like, I mean, is McDer- if McDermott fired. is fired, if McDermott's fired, is he an immediate rehire? No. I mean, Probably somebody really good makes him a DC at, at minimum, right? <clears throat> to me, he's a second chance head coach for sure. But it's is like he an immediate? Would be like, let's. He's coached there before. I could see him connecting with their owner. Um, Do you think you get more credit when you're like an older guy, like Frank and Ron? They like immediately get rehired. Like, what the fuck? Because they're older. Um, I mean, Frank's resume was weird, but it wasn't terrible in Indy, right? Is he getting another job? But let me answer this question. No, no, no. Okay, Sirianni and Lafleur both available. Who gets hired first? I think it's Lafleur. He's the play. He is the play caller. Yeah, like that's the thing with Sirianni. He's not like what would be interesting to me is let's say like Brian Johnson is getting head coaching interviews and like they love him and he's their play caller. Would they fire Sirianni to keep Brian Johnson, or they got they're they gonna they're gonna hire Sirianni who's supposed to be a play caller, his third offensive coordinator? Well, they just had, I mean, Shane Steichen's a much better scheme guy, obviously, than and, and Shane is winning games with Gardner Minshew. Regardless, I mean, everybody not, wins with Gardner Minshew. He's beating like the Patriots and the Bucks and stuff, but still, you're winning games. Did that ever? Did they ever have a conversation? Like, is it possible to do this, or do we just don't have a choice? I think you had to have had the conversation, right? If you're, what do you think, Howie Roseman did? I think he got a lot. I think him and Nick just kind of worked. Well, that's, it's know. the complication, right? It's like, that's his guy. Like he brought him in, made him the coach. Yeah. And then he starts kicking Takes play calling from him. Like he's in charge. Well, like here's what I know about the 49ers. They would not, you couldn't flip flop. If you flip flop, the Eagles would just be just as good. Right. Cause it's hard to be better. I mean, they're 24 and four. The yeah. Niners would be dramatically worse. <laughs> I mean, their talent, they do have, the Niners do have special talent, but yeah. But dramatically worse. You have to like tell they, me who just... Sirianni's <laughs> offensive coordinator is in that scenario because he's not calling the plays. If right? you just flip-flop coaching staffs. Yeah, they'd be worse. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's a big, I, this is a big Kyle game. Yeah, I mean, fuck, he's had four, day, he's had four days off to think about it. So Big Brock game. I had the thought today just... what has to be a cool moment if you're Kyle. Today's you're probably home with your family to get to watch games. Cause you think about it, like, you know, a lot of families like balance, take time away from work. Well, when you're Kyle, obviously your kids are going to want to watch like that. We're fucking playing the Eagles, turn on the Eagle game. Right. So you're watching it with your son. Can you imagine the moments he's having with his kids talking? Cause there's no way his kids are not watching this game with him on the couch. Right. Do you think that's what I did with Mike? Like that's how, why he's such a good play caller. Cause he's just in Mike's brain. How'd you not be like, is Kyle's kid going to be a head coach? Well, I mean, it depends. You know, I think it's safe to assume it's going to be difficult for him to make that league. So, uh, whenever if he does play college, I could see you know, like a UC Davis type. No. What if he's, he's going, not? He, he's walking on it, like you know, uh, power five. Yeah, n- name the place where Kyle knows a bunch of people. Like that's where he's going to school, right? Well, if Kyle's still here, wouldn't he just send his kid to play Stanford? You got to get in. Like that's the one thing you can't manipulate. That wasn't well, Lynch's kid there. Lynch, I mean, I don't, I just don't know what Kyle's GPA was. Like, I know what Lynch's yeah. was. It was good enough to get the Stanford. He even said he didn't, he missed 
school for foot practice. Remember? That's right. He was too too dedicated to the game. So I, so, I, I can imagine that's a pretty cool moment. You know, short little bye week, right? You play on Thursday. Yeah. You get to watch your upcoming opponent with your son. Yeah. Is Kyle taking notes? Does he have a notepad out, or do you just kind of relax, take notes the next day? Uh yeah. I mean, I bet I bet he remember. Yeah. I mean, you. Coaches I, sneaky talk a lot of shit about the TV copy. They think it's kind of useless. Which I understand. But I wonder if that's more to belittle the media guy. Like, he could still find stuff out about, like, the pass rush. and the Every media guy's rush. watching all 22 and talking about B-gaps now. So, three times. watching a one snap of that. Um, by the way, somebody here said, uh, I thought it was a fun. I, I just love always talking about catch fumble plays. I thought the A.J. Brown play was a incomplete pass. What did you think? At least, like, just knowing what the rule is, I thought it was definitely an incomplete pass. You got to take two steps to make a football move, right? Yeah. He caught it, but that doesn't, that's not a catch in the NFL. But his second step never came down. Right. It was like the play. He caught it, you know. But it was like, well, Diggs caught it on the one where Bradbury knocked it out. And even Romo's like, well, but it's not the rule. Like, that's a catch. Right. And he's down. Right. Just like he caught it. Shouldn't those just both be catches? Like they caught yes. it. Ball doesn't move. They, these guys are both twenty million dollar wide receivers. Butter in their hands. <laughs> it's a catch. But like, why but is it digs down? Why isn't digs down? His knees down. I catch it. Isn't the play over or no? If you're going to the ground, well, I'm on the ground though. Okay, I just mean if you are not like standing upright. So if you are in any act related to falling to the ground, having fallen, if you're falling to the ground, you have to complete the catch through the contact with the ground so the ground can knock the ball loose and cause an incompletion in that case is that the, is that the same rule in college survive the ground is the way they talk about it you know if you're up and you get two steps now it's a catch now you go down the ball pops out whatever you completed the play yeah so anyway um big week yeah fuck. i i'd like to tell you i can't believe the eagles won but i can at at, at every point in that game i I texted you. I'm like, well, is Josh Allen going to win this game or throw two picks? He threw one. But then the Eagles gave him a fumble back also. Um, what happened? Uh, are you about to make a Raider comment? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, just, I saw it on your face. Do they once a year? Because it feels like once a year. Last year, remember was I remember being at Sushi with Maria, looking up. It was Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football in Kansas City. That game, I think the final score was like 29 to 28 or something. 20, 14, nothing lead. Do they play with them once a year? Say, yes. like, hey, we're just going to tease you a little bit. We're just going to tease you. Once a year, they're like, let's let them have this for like, let's let them play with the ball for a minute. This year was a half. Last year, I mean, I remember it was it was a tight game for the half. Or I mean, the whole thing. This year, do you remember that Monday night game? It's like one of Derek and Josh's finest moments in the nail. Uh, no, not really. Remind me. It was Monday Night Football. I, I don't know. It was just, it was a really good game. I don't know what the, the final score was like one point. It might have been a game winning field goal. This was not the case. I mean, this was clear separation in the second half of, yeah, you're not on our level. We need to focus up a little bit. 31 to 3. It was 31 17. I mean, it was 14 to nothing Raiders, and the final score was 31 to 17. After I tweeted, John, new sheriff in town. Um, I, I d- didn't quite feel like a blowout though. It didn't well, feel like the final score was 31 to three. I, I think he's going to get the job. 
it definitely didn't feel like uh, Antonio Pierce can't handle it, right? Kind of has a really good game with Miami. He's in it. I mean, he's playing with, the, you know, Aiden O'Connell. Who who has some moments where you're like, I like this guy as a backup quarterback. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but it's, it's not like you found you. You're not playing with Trevor Lawrence out there, right? They're paying James Garoppolo a lot of money to stand there with a the clipboard. I mean, James' direct deposits are big. You make, you're making $30 million this year. Indiana's paying their coach $20 million to go away? No, he did a settlement for less. You see that? Oh, no, I didn't see that. What did he settle for? Like 15.5. And someone's like, in what world would you just give back $5 million? They have naked pictures? Like, what's, yeah, maybe something what, happened. Or maybe he just he, wants, I mean. Just a good guy, you know. It eliminates maybe he maybe he's planning on getting a job that had maybe there was offset and he was going to get a good job and he's like I don't want to deal with it I'm going to get off you know like I was not going to make full twenty because I was going to get another job yeah instead of owing him seven now they have two payments over the next whatever calendar year uh, you know two years of seven seven point five million dollars so he cut them a deal it's almost like the irony is that they can easily afford to pay him to go away but they don't have any money to do the nil. Like it comes from different coffers, right? You know, that's what's kind of crazy about all these schools. It's like the NIL; anyone could, you know, pay a certain amount. But like Washington can pay the coordinator two million dollars to stay, but it's easier for USC to pay a player five million dollars than it is in Washington. It's not their right? money. I mean, it is in a roundabout way their money, but yeah, what a world! I, I'm telling you, I. I if I ran a top five program, Ohio State, Alabama, I would be all over Jade. Not, I, I would stake my claim. What? Let's sure allocate a lot of a lot of our funds. Let's I make him an offer no he way. can't refuse. Yeah, I, I yeah. think his name is just going to be much bigger this year than it was because he wasn't that big of a recruit. One year, Cal, not as many people paying attention. I just think more people are going to be beats on the scent. I just don't understand how like those people weren't already watching the tape. They'll have to do better than just like a condo with his buddy at Cal this year. I do think it'd be hard to keep track of everybody. Like if I if I ran, but he was like, oh, if you just watch football, he was breaking off. I mean he he had like multiple humongous games last year. But if I'm like an SEC school, let's say I'm a good SEC school like Georgia, Bama, LSU, how do I keep track of everybody? Like even the good players on the teams that we could clearly, it'd be hard. You're right. You do start with guys you recruited. That's where you start. G- guys you recruited, guys you've played, and school that fires their coach. So, like, is every Oregon State starter getting their phone called right now? Yeah, they're going to Michigan State. I wonder if he would feel Raid. weird about doing that. Yeah. Well, I mean, once a guy's in the portal, what are you supposed to do? They're all going in the portal. So what are they? Where do you think they want to go? Doesn't he have a young quarterback? Yeah, Aiden Childs. I think Schwartz was. He tweeted he, at me or something like he's going to fall him for sure. He was. Everyone thought he was better than DJ, in, like in terms of like just in spring football and fall camp performance. That he was just as good as DJ in the fall and better than him in the spring. Sucks for DJ because is he going pro? Like, if he doesn't graduate, he can't transfer again. You know what I mean? Now, maybe I don't know what his, what his academic – he's been in college long enough. Maybe he is about to graduate and then could grad transfer. But you get one free transfer as an undergrad. He just used it where you're eligible to play right away to go from Clemson to Oregon State. You can do it again, but you have to be a graduate transfer to go somewhere and play right away. So what's he going to do? Now, guys leave. 
when their coach leaves, you hope the NCAA grants him a waiver. Doesn't feel is DJ about to just go to the league? <laughs> I don't think he's a draftable player, but yeah, yeah, I don't. It'll be interesting to see what happens with him. Or he just stays and their DC's there, and you have one more year at wherever. I don't know. They named the DC the coach. No, but I saw a list of all the coaches going with Jonathan, former guest of the show, to Michigan State, and Trent Bray wasn't on the list. So people think he's just going to get the job, which makes sense. I mean, it's... I did think the other former guest of the show was going to go there it would be Brett Brenneman. Brennan. Yeah. Do you think he'd go there? Well, what are they going to like? Yeah, he coached there before. He's also it's, he'd be a UCLA a better football like, program. UCLA. Than... Yeah. Right. They just built a new stadium. Well, now you treat Oregon State like Arkansas State. Like, if you went there for a year and Chip got fired, you could just go to UCLA. Right. You don't have to stay there long. You treat it like Fresno State or San Diego State. You're not tied there for long. He His losses this year were like SC, uh, Arizona? No. they played. in the conference else. championship game? No, but like almost was because he beat UNLV yesterday. But it was a computer. And that a three-way tie break, yeah. <laughs> Um, so who's the game? Toledo, who's like 11 and 0 or 11 and 1 or whatever. UNLV will host Boise State. It was down here for the Mountain West, obviously. At the in terms of like elite teams, yeah. Because Air Force had Bo- Air Boise Force not the best team in the league, they were undefeated. Boise, That's- Boise has one of the best running backs in the league. He got hurt for a stretch, they lost a couple of games. Now he's back. Legit, I mean, like, really good player. People were talking, uh, two months ago about Fresno state and the Fiesta bowl. And now they're eight and four. I sent a text to a buddy of mine at Fiesta bowl. I think I told you this. I was like, I was like, can I get some tickets? If the Bulldogs are there, he's like, I got you. And then they lost to New Mexico who fired Danny Gonzalez. Did you see that yesterday? I saw that his, I saw his bio was 180 grand. Yeah. I, I saw 200. Maybe it would probably no, 180, 180 was, uh, was, what was like Terry Bowden or skip Holtz or one of those type guys. I love like when they go to like three thirty million, twenty million, and then like hundred and seventy five thousand dollars. Like, like after what taxes, is... so what am I getting? Eighty five grand with offset, probably. Yeah, that's an easy anyway. fire when it's that number. All right. On that note, uh, buckle up. <laughs> well said. All right. See everybody later. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.